0: Hey there, friends, it's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today you're in for a treat because we are here with two more dope guests. First up, the hood wine connoisseur himself and branded of slow down wines. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody drink rose, uh-huh.
1: rose.
2: So sipping rose.
1: We're gonna sip rosé, rosé,
2: sip
1: rosé, baby girl, she don't play, don't play, so we sip rosé, we're gonna sip rosé, that rosé hour, baby, sip rosé.
0: Hey there, friends, it's Renee, and
1: me, bartender Ben. What episode rose. is
0: this? This is episode... Bros, hey. that, that's supposed to be jo- Dr. Ladies, Dre's like are you ready for the next episode hold up hey. this is episode
1: 32 shot town hey. cause
0: you know we ain't no fools hold up hey. are you ready for the next episode hey.
3: New York Rosé
0: every day Yeah. (laughs) Strong work. What up, y'all? Yeah.
1: And when we're not making rap songs, we're drinking rosé and talking about crazy stuff like your boy Joe Rogan. You know, uh, he's hosting the um,
0: presidential debate. Yeah, like (laughs) so. This gives me hope. My two worlds can collide someday. I can. Host a presidential debate play. and continue hosting Rosie hey. Hour podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey, anything's possible.
1: Hey, you see where are we going with this? There's a light at the end of the tunnel.
0: There's always. There's always if Joe Rogan, who by the way is like the number one podcaster like in the world, yeah, like his podcast. He's doing record numbers and like he's legit legit he's too so legit to quit A-A? and he is doing a presidential debate like how he's not even like a well,
1: journalist well what is what qualifies someone to do a presidential like to be a moderator
0: well one um journalism
1: do, why do you have to be a journalist? Ain't a podcast like kind of journalism? Isn't he kind of doing journalism
0: right no, now? No, he's not really a journalist.
1: I mean, I know he's not like Anderson Cooper, but I mean, isn't podcasting like, a form of journalism or something?
0: Listen, I feel like, you know what? I am not going to act like what I do with AJ Johnson here. In this format. Has the education backing to be a journalist because I'm not I'm a podcaster of
1: fun that's different I I get it but I mean what I should say right In, in the world of podcasting right you are like a journalist because you interview folks you know you ask questions um so that's why I was asking like what
0: I'm only speaking for myself. No, no,
1: I get it. All right. I dig it. But I'm saying like in Joe Rogan's sense. Like, why wouldn't he be qualified to host it?
0: I think because Joe Rogan, right? Mm-hmm. Is Joe Rogan and is not someone who's been trained. But with
1: trainers, what train is that's why I'm
0: asking, like, what train is required? Just, I just, like I personally like feel like for those, right, who have been it it, it I feel like it like, okay, for instance, there are podcasters, right? Who have been trying to enter the journalism space, right? Where they wanted to be anchors. They wanted to be uh, actual, you know, on PBS or have their own show about journalism or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to be in the space. However, comma, whatever reason the world, the doors did not open for them, they did not make it into that space right so they become a podcaster so that they were allowed the opportunity to do so I salute them I don't want to cheapen right what they have created in the space for them to do I am doing it because this is something that I like to do right and I'm trying to learn more about wine and about different careers and I thought it'd be a great opportunity for other people to do the same that standing, I get, right? I don't know why my microphone sounds, sounds weird, but I apologize to all those of you. It sounds weird to you. I, don't know, I feel like I echo right now.
1: No. You okay. sound fine.
0: Okay, anyway. um, I say all that to say, Joe Rogan, I feel like is not someone who has put in the same due diligence as someone else who has the time energy and the training and all that dedication who has been like man for years i always wanted to you know like i've studied to be so i can one day be and like they will never get the opportunity and joe rogan is like i got a podcast.
1: i don't know i I think um
0: and yes i have very short
1: Hey, it's your view. I don't know. I, I would say that you know if Joe Rogan could answer questions and making sure people don't talk over each other and and each candidate accurate, you know, the adequate amount of time to to, to 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 get off their speaking points. He's a winner to me. I don't see what's different between him and Anderson Cooper in that situation. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he, he's going to have a, a list of questions already, Ugh. so he's going to just read questions. You know, he, I, I'm pretty sure he can read. You know, question. Uh, you know, he could sit there and be like, "Okay, you got a minute." He could watch the clock and be like, "Okay, your minute is up. Uh, next candidate, do you have a rebuttal? You have a minute or whatever the time frame is." Uh, he can handle that. I don't think you need, you know, Anderson Cooper. What is the other dude? Uh, Pierce Morgan. Who uh, who else? Uh, hosts Gwen these Eiffel,
0: right? Like she was the first black woman to do it. And like, like, there's been like decades of only you know a certain if you will type of journalist have been able to do it so like for Joe Rogan to be able to all of a sudden come and be able to do this it kind of just puts a knock you know it's just kind of not fair I don't
1: know you put working in the podcast space you say you got the number one Hey, rank has his privileges He's he number one So, hell, Ring why not? has his privileges Hey, yeah, it does And, oh. hey, Trump had a reality show He became president Why not? We gotta oh, get, you
0: know are we really, out Are we really Are we these people?
1: Who, who's these people?
0: Are we these people, America? Have we become those people? What is it? I that? really do sound My microphone's phone sounds weird, y'all
1: I, I don't think it sound weird um, Let's see Come closer to it
0: I sound different, don't I? Nah I sound like I echoed at first uh, I think you tripping So if I sound echoed this episode Make a comment yes, Please do <laughs> Cause I feel like I sound like I was echoing earlier Now I'm not echoing But I feel like I was echoing
1: Cause you tripping that's why you tripping
0: I was not tripping You I are was tripping. like
1: I'm like you're not
0: It's not echoing at all Maybe it was the jo- ghost of Joe Rogan in my microphone because I was talking about Joe Rogan and he Joe Rogan on- ain't dead god <laughs> <laughs> nah, damn 2020 trying to kill off everybody oh damn let this man god. do his wait, damn wait, presidential you're debate right. he can't be dead because he's about to
1: do the presidential debate right let campaign. this man do the damn debate but he's trying to kill him off before he get his shine man come on ain't nothing wrong with Joe Rogan hell he used to um, commentate damn UFC fights
0: is there oh my god Joe
1: Rogan he can do everything I like Joe Rogan. Ain't nothing wrong with Joe Rogan. Let him do his thing, man.
0: Next, we should have eight. Angels?
1: Yeah, he should be an astronaut next. They should. He should link up with Elon Musk, and they should fly to his ass to the moon.
0: What are you drinking, bartender, Ben? Because clearly... Hey, <laughs> I'm on one. Nah, we but for real. all need a sip.
1: Hey, need a sip. You know what I'm drinking on?
0: What What is you toasting today?
1: So now, this is one of my favorite rosés, not only because of the taste... But the branding on this one.
0: What what easy?
1: The branding on this one is amazing. Beautiful. So the name of the this rose is called Send Nudes. Ooh. Right? It's 13.5% alcohol, so you probably can get them nudes. You, you know, you, you bring this bottle to the party.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we mm-hmm. talked to Brandon. So Brandon Allen is the the founder of this one. he's the second interview today. And mm-hmm. Yeah, he talked about it.
1: Quite the character.
0: Yeah, he says that he's gotten a lot of nudes. I would imagine. Bottle of hey. rose and he married.
1: Hey, you know, sometimes you just need something to scroll through your phone. Out.
0: Oh my God.
1: Hey, you know what he was doing? He went to look at some stuff.
0: And his cell phone number is on the bottle.
1: Hey, so so hey, send him them nudes. Hey, you know, flash the camera. He'll hook him up. The bottle, you know, the number. Oh numbers my on the God! Bottle. Talk about. What Right. So, hey, right, this is the hey, so the the couple who makes uh sin news is Slow Down Wines. You know?
0: Slow Down. It's made
1: from a 100% percent Free run juice in Sonoma Coast, Sapena Noir. Noir.
0: Noir.
1: Man, it's a pre pale pink sherbet Hey, that 10 times fast Don't do it I ain't gonna try man I, I, It was hard getting through that It's it, it, Hey You could taste some sherbet in there
0: It's delicious It's
1: amazing You know the rosé Burst at the seams
0: <laughs> Shut up
1: man. Hey I'm just re- Hey I'm just reading the song Get fine man Get off my back man You know It got You know It got some fresh cut Watermelon and crushed ginger You know So if you sick You can drink this rosé Cause you know Ginger Ginger ale Cure everything and if,
0: Especially if you are black That black. is a real card to rule And to my non-black friends out there um,
1: Try that shit
0: Ginger ale cures all colds Yeah,
1: I knew somebody had uh, You know, some terminal illness Trunk ginger ale, they're walking around now
0: lies lies lies. no don't believe that but no honestly it is a cardinal rule and so ginger
1: ale does cure the common cold though
0: but anywho ginger ale is in this rose no joking uh but there's ginger in it and the send dudes like is for real a good rose because clearly i'm not i'm not a person that takes nudes or will send a nude But I see where this is going For people
1: And if you are Hook my man up Get you a bottle Flash your top Or whatever We are
0: not promoting that And we promote
1: it Hey Go out get you a bottle Send him some nudes Do that Send nudes It's that rose
0: Well he has awesome commercials too On YouTube So type in slow S-L-O down wines in YouTube. Mm, right. There's all these hilarious commercials. And he also has another wine called Sexual Chocolate.
1: Kind of like myself.
0: You're not <clears throat> chocolate.
1: I'm milk chocolate.
0: Anywho, um <laughs> another thing that we want to talk about is the NFL is back real quick before we get into our interviews. Uh, with Mr. Hoodwine connoisseur himself, Ray Sanders. Uh, maybe he's related to somebody who is a legendary player because he's from Texas as well. Uh, Deion Sanders. So, you know, this is a good segue. Uh, <laughs> Deion Sanders, Ray Sanders, Hoodwine connoisseur. Are they really related? I, maybe. Oh, I thought you would do that for real. I don't know, but if, if you speak it, maybe it'll happen. Well, the NFL is back. <laughs>
1: Bad. you saw Brady stuck it up. Um,
0: I saw this meme that was like, every quarterback, not you, was great this weekend. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, I think he had to work the kinks out. It's the first game. Um, he's a pillar of excellence. He'll be back next game. Um, he's surrounded by a lot of weapons. He got <clears throat> excuse me, not only Gronk out there. He got Mike Evans on the wing. You know, young tight end core. He got he got weapons out there.
0: I knew nothing Of what you discussed
1: Bet he got weapons People who are listening To this know He gonna bounce back Don't write Brady off He got something to prove
0: All I know is Bear down Man,
1: ah! Man bears ain't going nowhere You know what I appreciate though About football That it don't look like basketball It look like real football
0: Well Or, or baseball Cause like My brother mm. My big brother Actually Um is a GM for a uh, very famous restaurant in Chicago, so he has like all these friends that work in, in different sporting events, and one works for the Chicago Cubs, and they have a cutout of my brother mm. at the uh, the Cubs field, <laughs> and so like during the game you can see my brother's cutout like <laughs> prominently displayed, right. just sitting there looking like just just, just there, yeah, hanging it's, out
1: it's in the stand. just.
0: Right. being a
1: fan but anyway right. i mean i appreciate it because it's like you know because of covid social distancing distancing obviously they're gonna like a lot a lot of people into the to the stadium but at least you know seeing a few people in the stands there's a you know little chilies on the sidelines i think you know it's on the actual field it well looks yeah familiar, and like they know? have to
0: it's a lottery that they have right it's a lottery system for you to get tickets to go to the game, like it's it's pretty cool how they're doing it, but like also, I don't know. It just seems like Hmm that's a whole lot just to
1: it is to go
0: to a football game, a football game.
1: We just try and get back to a place of normalcy.
0: Twenty twenty one fall.
1: Man, you know, I don't think we we'll ever be back to normal. I think this is the new normal for real. <laughs> For real I mean you know I mean there's a lot of change That came out of this That's going remain permanent
0: Yes Everywhere is New Orleans What Everybody yeah. get y'all to go cucked Like That's definitely a positive
1: <laughs> You know uh, We went to what is it Trader Joe's The other day yes. And got a bucket of margarita And drank it
0: we could walk down the street. Nobody gets me. Everybody no cap- walking with your lean. I mean, not lean in like the drink with, you yeah, know. You could
1: be talking about that. Uh,
0: but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm okay. talking
1: about like. Okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that you was know. awkward. Yeah, we're going left, man. Let's go ahead and get on to the interviews, man. All it's
0: right. Driven, man. Well, let's get into our first interview with the amazing, the connoisseur himself of the hood, Ray Sanders. I'm <laughs> man. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I meant margarita, y'all. <laughs> Friends, it's Renee here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And today, I'm so excited. We are here with one of the original gangsters of podcasting in the wine industry. He's in Houston, Texas, giving you nothing but the real from the wine to what goes with the wine to what to do after the wine. The most amazing, the hood wine connoisseur himself, the heavyweight champion of the world, Ray
3: Sanders.
0: (laughs) Yay. How are
3: you? I'm good, man. Just got off work, you know, a tough day of work, and, you know, just out here living, living the best that I can. You know, I'm talking about how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. You know, being in a pandemic and, you know, all of that, It's it's been fun, right? For lack right. of a better term.
3: Yeah, you know, it, you know, it has. Um, actually, I've enjoyed being, I'm already a homebody, so I've been enjoying being able to work from home and not spend all that daggum gas money driving to work every day and all that kind of good stuff. So I've actually been enjoying it, been spending good time with my girlfriend. And you know, it's been great.
0: Oh, that's always a good thing. Spending time with your partner. Uh yeah. bartender Ben and I go on a 10 mile walk every day. And so After our interview, we have a 10 mile walk, which I'm trying to belabor a little bit because (laughs) I'm not ready. (laughs) Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us today, because like, again, like we said in the intro, you're so amazing. You have amazing content and like just kind of want to know, how did you get into this whole like wine podcasting world?
3: Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I just kind of jumped in. So before the Hood Wine Connoisseur, uh, some friends and I created the Good Guys, Bad Habits podcast, uh, and we amassed a pretty decent following, but with everybody's schedule, it's four of us, so with everybody's schedule... It was kind of hard to maintain the podcast. So, I mean, we're kind of off and on with it right now. But through that, I kind of started to uh, learn about production. We started doing videography with the podcast. And I started to learn about that and started to love it. And I was like, you know, I can use it somehow. Uh, so I started drinking wine because of the company that I work for. We were going to a bunch of business dinners and and Going to a bunch of fancy restaurants. I was stepping up my game with my fancy restaurants because beforehand I was just going, you know, to fast food restaurants or cheddars. I don't know if do you know? Of do they course, have to, I know
0: what a cheddars is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, honey,
3: uh, the honey croissants. Yeah,
0: man, I've never met a croissant from there that I did not like.
3: <laughs> Goodness. So yeah, so I was just going to those restaurants. I met my girlfriend. We started going to more fancy restaurants, and I was getting wine and learning about wine. I was like, you know what? I know it's a bunch of people out here that are drinking wine, spending a lot of money on wine and don't know not a lick about it yeah. so that's where I kind of started the hood wine of where I was uh describing wine in a way that people you know weren't used to be having wine described and you know it was funny and it was entertaining for me and I kind of just kept it going thought I'd document myself trying a bunch of new wines
0: man and it is not only entertaining it's amazing it's educational And we appreciate all that you put out there because I learned a lot from you.
3: (laughs) Thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh,
0: So so with the Hood Wine Connoisseur, more specifically, like what kind of things do you really try to educate people on in in the wine biz?
3: The the main thing that I want people to get from our page is not only that wine is cool. uh, Wine is for everybody. And you don't have to feel like you don't belong to this group of people a society of people that um, have kind of like excluded themselves because of the knowledge that they kind of keep within within. Right. Right. Uh, So I want people to feel comfortable with wine and uh, I want my people to be more educated about. Uh, try and wine outside of the, the name brand stuff or the stuff that they u- usually just go to because for black people, we're really, really, really mm-hmm. big on loyalty to a certain type of brand or whatever everybody else is drinking. You know what I mean? So I want people to explore wine because it's... And then one of the other things that I, I really preach is that every wine has had... Uh, has had gone through a process and the winemaker has you know really one shot to make a good wine right yeah. no matter what wine it is you can appreciate them all because they all go through a process and get created so I want people that's the main thing that I want people to learn when they you know watch me and learn from me and stuff like that is that you can appreciate every wine from your Moscato all the way up to your your red most dry red blends you know what I mean?
0: Yeah that, and that's so awesome to hear because I think a lot of people are kind of nervous about wine
3: yeah no for sure i think people are nervous about wine because one is something that you don't necessarily there's so many wines out there so you go down total wine for instance my favorite place to get wine from that young total wine uh do they have
0: total wine out there of course i mean there's like okay. one down the street that's almost walking distance
3: <laughs> All right. sorry for my ignorance but i've only been in texas and i've been to washington dc once And I haven't been as an adult. So I need to go back out there and see what they're talking about. Well, you have
0: another reason to come out here for our Total Wines.
3: (laughs) All right, cool. So you go down Total Wine and you see just a plethora of wine on these many, many aisles. And you're spending this money on this stuff. And you don't know if you're actually going to like it. And you you can't take it back after you open it. So I I can understand why people are, are so afraid. Because you don't, I mean, you only get so much information from the label. Mm-hmm. and then you hear most people tell you don't trust the label if the label looks cool doesn't mean the wine is good and all that kind of good stuff so I understand why people are afraid to try wine so that's kind of the like the underlining reason why I started this page was because don't be afraid to go try out new wine because I'll try it for you let me be your guinea pig if I like <laughs> it I sure anybody like it because you know I have a basic palette you know
0: <laughs> so you're saying like you're like um, I like a french fries hamburger so if you assimilate with that palette here are some wines that go well with you. Okay. Well, let me throw one at dog. you. Box okay. of wine. A lot I of people. Yeah. A lot of people have like bad, you know, ideas and. and it's, a yeah. For no reason.
3: it's a stigma. Yeah. Well, I think the stigma came when they first introduced box wine. Uh, from what I, what I researched is it was just poor quality. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, the technology and all the kind of stuff that they're doing the box wine right now. The, the quality is still. It's still good the only difference between box wine and regular wine is that box wine doesn't really age because it's in plastic yeah and that's really the only only thing about it but uh i did a review on box uh i think it was a cabernet sauvignon a cabernet sauvignon and box wine in a um in a glass in a, in a wine bottle and i thought the box wine was better
0: yeah and
3: usually and you will find longer. a good one too yeah, yeah you find it it lasts longer uh you can pop that thing open and you have wine for days and you don't have to be in a rush to drink it all because you don't want to waste your money.
0: Exactly. See, look at you. You're smart. You're smart. See, That's what I'm saying. My first wine was a box of white wine in college. And right. people were like, well, why are you drinking out of a box? And I was like, well, my mama did. So, you know, now I'm of age, I'm just replicating what I saw. And actually, I was yeah. like, it's delicious, you know? It ain't Boone's re- Farm, you know?
3: <laughs> right. And then in Texas, it, it got to the point where in Texas, we go through, I don't know if you've ever been to Texas, but we had a river and a lot of people go out to the river and they'll take box of wine out there and just pop the pop the box off, throw that to the side and just be riding down the river with just a little plastic of wine going down. And I was like, that looks like the best of times, but I can't swim. I got time
0: for it. Well, you know, just get you some floaties and you'll be okay. Or use the, <laughs> the bottle uh the box as a flotation device. There you go. <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, for sure. So what is like sort of like a beginner wine for somebody who's like trying to just get into the wine world? Especially like, you know, I, I speak to a lot of young men who love Hennessy. And so mm. trying to get them to drink wine, what's like sort of like a good transition?
3: So for like, for people that drink Tennessee, which I think is the motor oil of alcohol, I do not know why people drink drink Tennessee. It's I think nothing. it's the popular thing. I like, that thing tastes horrible. But for people who like high alcohol content or something that doesn't taste, you know, uh, uh, good to your palate, I would say just any, any red blend, my favorite, the one that got me into it because I was a tequila drinker before I started uh-huh. the wine. Uh, the one wine that got me into drinking wine that I think everybody should try is Exodus. I don't know if you've heard it heard of it or not. Check out Exodus. It's like a fifteen point nine percent uh red blend. Yeah, it's pretty strong. And it is I think it's bourbon barrel aged. Oh wow and I, I think this is this wine is one of the wines that will help, you know, cross over people who drink hard liquor into wine.
0: Wow, that's pretty
3: right and then just for anybody that's just starting out wanting to drink wine uh i've heard people say pinot noir I'm Like i wouldn't do that i would if if you want to drink wine and you're a beginner i always say a rosé i think rosé are the, the easiest wines to drink the most fun wine to drink even for dudes the only thing is just getting dudes to like get past the pink yeah but rosé is delicious even if from the dry to the sweet uh it's rosé is just easy to drink it's delicious and you know that's why i was drawn to your podcast because you know rosé is my favorite wine yeah
0: i think it's <laughs> everyone's
3: favorite wine it should be at least it should be but <laughs> you get the best of both worlds you get the the characteristics of the white wine the characteristics of the red wine and you know the best of both worlds and it's just it's easy to drink man especially here in houston where it gets hot i can't drink nothing else but rosé yeah. right it could it- cool off
0: we're in a swamp here in D.C. So like, Rosé is perfect for us.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: I totally
0: understand yes.
1: right, right, right.
0: So, if someone's like trying to like go on a date, it's like I see you do these like, you going here, you going there. So like, yeah. it's, like, a first date, you really like this person, you really vibing, what's a good drink that you tell, should tell people again? get?
3: Mmm, you really vibing. It depends on the, it depends on at what point of the day you did getting a drink. If, if you're trying to impress this lady for the men out there, if you're trying to impress this lady, have two wines. You have a wine before, during the little appetizer or the, um, or the salad, right? Make sure you order her a wine. Don't let her, don't even worry about it. Just when she orders her the appetizer, she probably won't even think that you're ordering wine. Just, hey, look, bring out a little rose or bring out, um, a nice, um, uh let's see a nice little chardonnay just some easy and light at the beginning and then at the end you don't always necessarily have to have a wine with your entree i usually don't have a wine with my entree because you know it kind of like i don't i'm kind of you know what i'm saying feeling it by the end of the, the the dinner what i usually do is get a nice dessert wine to go with dessert if i'm trying to impress somebody because you know everybody gets a red wine during their their meal but nobody ever gets a dessert wine i've never seen at least in houston i've never seen anybody get the dessert wine and i've impressed many people to saying hey we're gonna get can i see your wine menu and get the dessert wine and people are like oh i've never had something like this before what is this yeah but so yeah so yeah i usually go with the dessert wine at the end
0: that's a that's an interesting little thing. I like that idea because like right? you really don't see that. Like people usually get like a dessert coffee, but dessert
3: you can't coffee you really the wine. That's right, 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 right. Get the dessert wine because it ended off real smooth. The wine, the wine is usually sweet. The dessert, is sweet, and you just end it off just nice. You feel fulfilled and all that kind of stuff, At least for me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, I want to talk about your production because okay. your podcast, your YouTube channel, like, I mean, videos. I mean, Thank you. How? What are you doing?
3: So, you know, that's one of the things that I pride myself in. Whenever I do something, I want to learn as much as possible about it. And when I decide to start doing YouTube and doing videos in general, I kind of study the greats. And, you know, I think that visually having something that's visually pleasing aesthetic a visual aesthetic that's pleasing will help more than the content itself because most times people are looking for content that is easily able to drown out whatever they're doing right so if i'm working and i have something on youtube uh it'll help me work a little better just just for me but i know most people do that so how i've done it um lighting is number one, I kind of have some bad lighting right now. I'm trying out some new stuff, but uh, lighting... I don't even have
0: lighting right now, so you're (laughs) a step (laughs) ahead.
3: Look, lighting is important um, because it can create separation in the video. And I think that one thing that's super important for anybody out there that wants to get into video production, uh, creating depth of field is super important and super pleasing on the eye because once you look... Like just take, for example, you look at a movie and you see that nice blurry background and it seems like everything focused on that one person. It just creates a nice aesthetic for your eye and it's visually pleasing. So uh, lighting, uh, good camera. Well, you don't even really need to have good camera equipment. I think uh, I just I think halfway through my videos, I got uh, upgraded my camera equipment, uh, which is really just a lens. I have a basic uh, camera body uh the lens is i think the most expensive thing that i've had which is like i think it was like 350 and other than that it's the lighting that really does it you know i spend that's where i spend most of my time is getting the lighting right
1: yeah and i really
3: put i really should put markers down so i can you know get it right every time but i kind of like the feel of it you know being a little bit different every time on my Jimi hendrix yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, no and like i will say like you have probably one of the most pristine nice like both visually and like sound wise so like that's hard to have with podcasts and and what you're doing is so innovative as well
3: yeah 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 so at first uh with the sound I was just using a regular shotgun mic which I thought was really important but then I was like you know what if I have such a a great visual setup I need to have a good audio setup too so i started bringing in the mic and you know how important a good mic is mm-hmm. the good the mic setup is. so uh yeah i just thought it was important that once you see and feel and hear everything that's pleasing and is all good everything else uh, uh just you know complete it's, yeah. it's you know so so I think it's very important to have all that stuff.
0: Yeah, well, and you do a great job with it. You should thank teach you. another, like have another podcast that you teach it.
3: <laughs> That's what I was, You know, I was thinking about that. Um, I might, I might do that.
0: Hey, I, um, I will subscribe. Okay,
3: cool, 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 cool. That's
0: that. So I, 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 have a million more questions, but I want to hold you too long because uh, we right. thank you so much for your time that you already devoted with us today. Um, yeah. Wanted to know how can people connect and follow you.
3: Okay, you know, well, everything I just happened to happen upon uh, a very unique name. The Hood Wine Connoisseur is taken by no one but me. Yay! So you can find me on the, the Hood Wine Connoisseur on everything. So that's Instagram, that's uh, Twitter, that's YouTube, and then the website is the Hood Wine Connoisseur. So everything is the Hood Wine Connoisseur. I know connoisseur is not the easiest thing to spell. Because it took me it took me like two months to make sure I got it down right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's those but, two ends that mess people up.
3: <laughs> so the Hood Wine connoisseur on everything and you'll be able to get in touch with me. Even the email is the wine at gmail dot com. So
0: Yes. Okay. And of course we have to ask this question.
3: Right. What is
0: your favorite rose?
3: Okay, let me make sure I pronounce this right. Okay. It is it Gerard oh, wait? See I already messed up. Ger- Gerard
0: Gerard Petrard.
3: Gerard- Yes, Gerard Pichard Coke Cote de Roses is my favorite one. That was my first rosé, actually. That was the first rosé that I've ever had. And, you know, I've been lucky that the first wine that I've had of each varietal has always been my favorite, no matter what. So Cote de Roses has been my favorite. It's super light, super crisp. It doesn't do a whole lot when, you, when you're drinking it down. Um, I feel like it has a nice little alcohol volume. And, you know, it's an easy starter wine, especially for rosé.
0: Well, for you, I have a little treat. We are actually interviewing him in the next few days, so I'll make sure I connect oh, him to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
3: then that glass. <laughs> look, so one of the other things that I love about wine is I love a, a vineyard or a winery or a distributor that makes sure that the, the bottle is something that can be displayed. And with this one, this is the best bottle I've seen thus far. Yeah. This is you can put up on your. your your wine cabinet or put up wherever and people I've had people come to my house and I'm like oh what is this why is it empty I want to try it and I'm like look
0: you too late
3: sorry
0: yeah uh that's important for me yeah no it is and it's like a lot of i think rose companies are getting that now yeah and they're trying to make sure their bottles are aesthetically pleasing that can actually be like on bar cards and on bars homes Um, and i and i feel it because i like to display them myself and it's easier for me to see like what mood am i in for me to like sample which bottle today
3: yeah, so yeah, I gave my mom a bottle of the uh, Coat de Roses, and she's now using it as like a flower holder. She's yeah. Really I was like, this is dope. So,
0: yeah, well,
3: yeah.
0: I, my I, I, I Yeah, I will. And don't worry, I'll connect you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a bet. That's a bet. That's
3: a bet.
0: Yes, he's amazing. So, yes, I'm really excited about that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, Ray, we really appreciate you being here with us today.
3: Hey, I appreciate you.
0: You gotta join us for the happy hour one day.
3: I know I can't wait. Let me know. I'm already, you know, what I'm saying prepared for the happy hour. Let's do it.
0: All right, cool. Well, thanks so much, and we really appreciate you today. Don't forget hey. to follow Ray, the Hood Wine Connoisseur. You want to spell that connoisseur for people?
3: <laughs> T-O-N-N-I-S-S-E-U-R. That's right, That's people. It. That's get it right. Let's get it
0: right. <laughs> I feel like we we're like in a nineteen. Seventies game show, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And then I, for something for you, I have another platform coming up soon. It's called uh, uh, Creator Sculpt, Creator Mob. It's oh. gonna be me interviewing uh, creators out there. So be prepared for your invite. I'm gonna need to talk to you. In
0: a oh, cool! Of yeah, I appreciate it. Well, we are excited of all of the things you're gonna do, and we're gonna pub that as well. So appreciate all,
3: right. all you do in this space. Hey, let's get let's keep all this content creating and let's keep all the black content, you know, motivated and and out there. You know what I mean? That's what I'm all about.
0: Yes, to black (laughs) creatives. Yes, sip sip parade of them. (laughs)
3: All
0: right, Ray, we really appreciate you. Cheers.
3: Hey, cheers. I see y'all on the flip side.
0: Thanks, Ray. We just adore you so much. And Throwing it up for Texas, Houston, Texas, that is. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're gonna hear from Brandon and slow down. Cause I can't take the heat of oh, slow down lines. Pew, pew. Hey there, friends, it's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And today, okay, I'm gonna give you guys a quick backstory. I recently just received a sample of this wine. And when I opened it, I literally fell on the floor because the bottle says send nudes and it has a phone number on it. Like what? Oh my God. The branding for this is so amazing. He's the owner. He's the founder. He is the magnificent brain behind the operation. Brandon from Slow Down Wines. <laughs>
2: thanks for having me on I really appreciate it
0: oh my god I appreciate you I've been like a little stalker so <laughs> fangirling yes so Brandon like the story's real I I mean I just told you that so <laughs> I mean clearly we got to get into the details of all of this because you have the best branding i ever seen <laughs> and it's so like legit like Thank this you. is what I need right now. <laughs> Very pointed. <Yeah.
2: laughs> so, That's how did uh, you we, get started? Um. Yeah. So, well, I started. Uh, I started making wine. Actually, like, I actually, I grew up. First of all, I grew up in Central California. I grew up in San Luis Wow. And uh, started making wine in my backyard when I was uh, 19. I was a freshman in college, and uh, I was just kind of trying to impress girls. You know, get some free booze. <laughs> I really was not trying to become a winemaker. I actually, um, my parents never even drank wine when I was a kid. So, um, I really didn't think it was going to be something that was going to be like a big part of my life. Um, but I kind of was, like I said, I I was just trying to impress girls and get some free booze with some friends. So I started walking into wineries when I was like 19, um, in central California and met some really cool winemakers who helped me make my first barrel. Um, and, uh, I just kind of fell in love with it and i've basically been making wine ever since then um so kept making wine all through college um and i originally uh, my first wine that i ever uh came out with that i started the company with is called sexual chocolate it's a red blend oh, uh,
0: wait we have to pause on that yeah. <laughs> is uh, it from one of my favorite movies coming to america
2: of, yeah, of course, of course. So, you know, basically in Coming to America, Eddie Murphy has this really shitty cover band called Sexual Chocolate, and when I was making this wine in my backyard with my buddies, um, I just kind of thought we were like a really shitty cover band of a wine, winery, so started calling it that as a joke, and, um, you know, when I first started falling in love with wine, like I said before... Um, I really didn't think it was going to be something that was going to be a big part of my life. And I started falling in love with it. And I really just wanted, you know, I wanted to convince my friends that like wine was cool and, um, I wanted them to see, you know, what I was passionate about. And so I think that that sort of led to, you know, I guess that's like the root of all of our branding. Um, it's really just trying to make wine accessible and really fun. Um, and take a lot of the pretense out, out of the wine business, I guess, or the wine industry. Um, and so that's really what we do. I always look at us as uh, we, we make gateway wines, you know, for people. And uh, I'm proud of that. <laughs> you <laughs> so know what? I'm,
0: really I'm just I, I mean, although I, I mean, we haven't even finished the story and I'm just like mind blown, like <laughs> because yeah. it's everything what kids would want. Like right when you're not familiar with wine or you're like you're trying to get into drinking, especially in college. Right. It's so overwhelming so like to have the ingenuity at a young age to be like, I'm gonna create something to bring the ladies to me and also that's delicious <laughs> and well, fun. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's funny too. I, I learned pretty quickly in college that uh, you know, nineteen year old girls could care less about the terrible wine you make in your backyard. <laughs> they just really want like really shitty vodka. Um so I didn't impress as many girls as I had planned, but um, you know, I impressed a lot of guys. <laughs> <because> <laughs> all my buddies just wanted to come over to my house and drink out of my barrels. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how my love of wine was sparked. And then, you know, now obviously um, it's different. Like, you know, I, my wife loves what I do and um, I tricked her so that's you know that's hey good.
0: you did the the <laughs> biggest con if you will in the world so yeah way I to so go feel like, you
2: know <laughs> I do feel like a bit of a con artist sometimes because I just uh, do the thing I love to do and, and uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty good gig you know
0: well I mean you're making it amazing so I- I, I, we got to go through the titles of the the brand of, of, sure. of drinks you have. And more specifically, like, love to know the other backstories.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. So, um, Sexual chocolate was really my first wine. Um, and then, and actually with Sexual chocolate, So, you mentioned with Sun News, I have my cell phone number on that bottle. I have my cell phone number on all my wines, actually. Um, and that's just sort of, um, you know, it's a nice touch point for like my, our consumers so they can you know reach out and um yeah they, they can get me and if they have any questions or whatever it's again it's I think it all goes back to that sort of like demystification or whatever of wine and mm-hmm. if you can reach the winemaker um I think that sort of I think it makes it a little bit more personal for people um and that's really what we try to do you know um and so I, you know my I probably get like Thirty or forty calls a day. I get a lot of text messages, um, and I answer as many as I can. <laughs> Do you but, get you nudes? Know, I, I don't get to every. I don't get to every number. Oh yeah, I get a lot of nudes. <laughs> well, that started you guys, with sexual chocolate, <laughs> with sexual chocolate, I uh, you know I was getting like lots of calls a day, and then every now and again, like probably once a month, I'd get like a random nude sent to me. Yes. Just, like completely unsolicited, and so finally I thought like, oh man, well I wonder how many I'd get. You know, if I actually, like, asked for it. So that's kind of the birth of Sun Um It's, like, really a social experiment. Um, and it's been really fun because it's, you know, uh, it, it, it's, like, spectrum of, you know, like, probably most of the guys. <laughs> Still dying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hilarious. Yeah, which is hilarious. Um, sorry. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's a social experiment that it's gone, like. Yeah. Legit, like there's no longer an experiment.
2: No, it's kind of yeah. It took on a life of its own, (laughs) for sure. Oh my god, I'm sorry.
0: I literally died. Okay, I'm taking a sip.
2: Good. Of some nudes. Have some nudes. I'm drinking some myself. So. Oh my
0: god, it's so good. So okay, what what other? (laughs) Because I've 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 read a few. So what are some more titles and stories?
2: The second one I made after Sexual Chocolate. Uh, is called Broken Dreams and the story behind that. So I started uh, making one with my best friend in college, and we started the company together in 2008 um, with just 93 cases of extra chocolate. And you know, um, I don't know. I think I was I was like 22 when I started the company. Um, I was my buddy, and I think you know normally like with most people when they start a company that young with their friend it uh, doesn't usually work out everybody has different ideas on like you know where they want to go or whatever and so we had a pretty bad falling out like okay. <clears throat> my first year in business and uh i ended up as i mentioned before you know i had my cell phone number on sexual chocolate and um, i changed the outgoing message on that number to say hey you've reached that online's i home of sexual chocolate and broken dreams just because like I just had my heart ripped out, and I was, like, being kind of emo. (laughs) Ended up, uh, we ended up getting a a voicemail, or got a call from a wine shop owner in L.A., and he left us a message and just said, like, hey, I love sexual chocolate. Like, we can't keep it on the shelves. I didn't know you made another wine. Send me a case of Broken Dreams. And uh, at that point, I wasn't making a wine called Broken Dreams. But uh, I was already working on a Chardonnay and um i just decided uh, if i ever bottle this because i i really wasn't sure if the company was even going to survive but um i just decided if i ever bottle it i'll call it broken dreams and so that was my next one was broken dreams that's our Chardonnay. um and then uh i make like a sort of porto style blend like a, a cab merlot blend um and that's called stand out
0: i like um, i like
2: yeah and then i make a uh, napa cabernet oh sorry it's actually um uh, Alexander Valley Cabernet. Now I just changed the sourcing on that, but it's a, it's um, mountain fruit, so it's all grown at like twenty three hundred feet elevation. Um, really restrained cap. Um, that's called Love Hammer. Um, and then um, so some nudes I started making last year, and then I also started making a Sauvignon Blanc last year as well, and that's called Slow Jams, and that nice. just has a bunch of stuff uh, like cassette tapes on it. And that's actually my first one that I make outside of California. I make that uh, up in Washington in, in uh, Horse Horsehaven Hills.
0: Wow. So, I, I mean, but all of these have like such amazing storylines to them that are interconnected yeah. and like broken dreams. It's not even broken. And like you use <laughs> you <know>. broken dreams. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to stop
2: laughing. (laughs) That's all right. You can laugh away. That's that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. Um, At least, you know, with us, I think I really try to focus on the lightheartedness. You know, I don't really take myself too seriously. And, you know, I think think my winemaking is probably the only thing I really take seriously. But other than that, you know, I... um, I just want wine to be fun and approachable, like I said. (laughs) I'll probably say that 10 more times before this thing's over.
0: No, but, like, that makes sense. And then, like... Slow Down Wines. It's the name of the overall umbrella of the company.
2: That's the company, yeah. And so I grew up in San Luis Obispo um, and that's right in between LA and San Francisco. That's right. That's where I started making wine. And everybody calls San Luis Obispo SLO like slow town. Uh Um, So when I started the company, we called it Slow Down Wines. It's just SLO. So slow without the W. Um, And that's kind of my ode to like my hometown, I guess.
0: Oh, well, that's beautiful. Now we have ask this question because it's like it sounds like upbeat now like everything's great and that friendship was it rekindled are you guys friends
2: again? Um uh, unfortunately not really (laughs) I mean I love the guy um you know he uh he started another wine brand you know um but we just, you know, we kind of drifted apart. That's all. Maybe okay. one day.
0: No, you know? yeah. Well, you know what? No, uh, we hope. No bad you, blood, but yeah, I'll be like Oprah to you guys, and like,
2: sure, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we need <an>
0: Oprah. <laughs> right. Have a, have a have a episode where you guys come back and like hug it out. Like,
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> so love it. being in the wine industry, what would you say? Like right now is like the most important or or best part of it right now because i know a lot's Um, happening in a lot of industries and you know there's the tariff situation that's horrible but there's got to be some uptick and something positive right now
2: sure yeah and i i mean i have a lot of friends that that are in import uh, sorry that are importers and um so the tariff stuff doesn't affect really or it has less of an effect on me directly because you know i'm a domestic producer Mm -hmm. um but I think the industry as a whole it has a really big effect on um, so it kind of it really it's kind of displacing like the whole ecosystem. I think we have um I'm in uh, forty states across the country. Wow. and I work with you know small to mid-sized distributors, and I think those guys rely really heavily on um, a lot of their import portfolios, and so you know that displaces like it, it has it has ripple effects. I think across the whole industry, if you have a distributor that you know half of their book is is imports, and you know they're dealing with this huge tariff, they're probably going to have to let a couple people go, or you know some some places are probably going to have to fold up. I mean, um, uh, I don't like to forecast. Like, I'm not. That's not what I do. But you know, you can see sort of the writing on the walls, especially with some of these more like smaller independent. Um, distributors that are a little bit more vulnerable same with a lot of these like small independent wine shops Um, Mm -hmm. I think it has just a it has a massive effect on the industry as a whole um, in the US so so that sucks but um, you know for me (laughs) yeah the tariffs don't don't have a huge effect directly on my business
0: okay that makes sense so what what's good that's impacting your business
2: Um, I mean, right now it's funny, um, well, I guess it's not funny. It's, it's... It is. It's all funny. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, it's just difficult because so many people are going through so many, you know, uh, there's just like an ocean of emotion, I think, going on right now. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's really like, I think if you're in the wine industry or at like alcohol industry in general right now, um, as long as you have a brand that's relatively established, it's been around for probably five, five or so years or plus, um, you're probably doing okay. Um, because people are still thirsty, you know, Um, luckily for, 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 for the business side, you know, people are definitely still drinking wine. I mean, I, you know, one direct big impact probably that's happened in the last like four months, um, it's like I I, I I mentioned, you know, I sell in 40 states and I'm usually on the road um, like 200 plus days a year um, just out meeting with my customers and, you know, selling wine during wine dinners and things like that. Obviously, I can't do any of that right now. So it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to get out there and, you know, talk about the product and um, show new things. So, I mean, that that really that really sucks. But yeah. Um, at least I don't have to let anybody go or anything because we are still selling wine, right? So yeah. um, So that's definitely a positive. Um, but, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, don't feel awkward about it because as a, I, a, a, a connoisseur of drinking and liquor store visits during co- uh, quarantine, like hey, we got to go somewhere. Someone needs to make the money. So like, please take mine. It's better than me going to Starbucks every other day like I used to at work. Now it's like every other week I go to the liquor store.
2: (laughs) For sure, yeah. And I will say too, like with a brand like ours, um, you know, I think, Since I started the company, I mean, my whole goal has really just put a smile on people. You know, give people quality product, but if I can do that and like put a smile on their face, make somebody laugh, um, that's always been you know a huge positive. And and right now, in particular, I think people are looking for that. And so, Mm -hmm. um, our brand definitely, like, I think people. You know, I get all these phone calls, and like lately, the calls have been, you know, just happy that you know I'm still working and like we're still making wine and um that I'm picking up the phone and you know people are spending a little bit more time on the phone with me I I, it's which is cool like I'm glad you know I can like share a little bit of positivity with people you know
0: Yes, well, I'm here for it, and like awesome. the yeah, I am. I, you're just so so cool. Like, like I we just. We, I know. I, I got. You. I got conned.
2: Yeah, you did. Got you good.
0: I'm. I'm now. I'm now a fiend on nudes. It. Thank you. Thank you for my new addiction. I appreciate. Perfect. it.
2: Perfect. Hey, you're welcome. Pusher. Right. <laughs> you're you're my dope dealer. I <laughs> love <Hello>, that's right. <laughs> oh my god,
0: this is hilarious. Um, so <laughs> we would love to keep talking to you and we're gonna have to bring you back and we'll love to sure. to see if maybe you know if you're in the DC area to to join us for one of our live shows, but Before we go, how can people find you and follow you? Because you have amazing content. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say you gotta tell people to come to your website. So you gotta tell people the website address
2: too. Come on over. (laughs) Come on over to the website. (laughs) It's just slowdownwines.com. Um you can yeah it's slowdownwines.com and then our instagram is slowdownwines uh or at slowdownwines um same with facebook i i probably could do a lot better at managing our facebook i do all the social media too so um that's kind of i'm probably most active on uh instagram but we also um i don't know if you had a chance to look at any of our commercials that we did um but uh, you can find those on youtube and i just kind of going back to the vein of like making wine fun um you know everybody likes to pair their wines with like food or whatever um i did some commercials a while back um pairing our wines with um some things that are a little bit more edgy and and fun so uh if you just look up like sexual chocolate commercial or sled on wines commercials uh, i mean there, i saw one that was that. like
0: with cowboys
2: yeah oh
0: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> legally oh yeah well was, uh vacuuming house cowboys with mexican husbands that's one of them yeah <laughs> and uh we did a bunch of them they're very funny
0: i'm here for it and you know what super fun we're gonna probably post one tonight just because we do we yeah, want people sure. to know so follow 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 purchase purchase oh where can people purchase
2: um. So, uh, I mean, your a lot of local wine shops. Like I said, we do have a pretty good distribution network across the country. So, um, I mean, just your small. like If you can support like your small like mom and pop wine shop, yeah, um, you can go in there and usually they can get the wines if they don't already have them. Um, if anybody has any questions, they can just shoot me an email. Um, at Brandon, I'm just Brandon at slowdownwines. Um, .com, and um. If if the, if somebody needs to know like who my distributor is in their market or whatever so they can tell their local wine shop that's probably the best way to do it. I mean you can always buy off our website. Buy from our website. Uh, we have a lot of discounts on shipping and things like that, um, especially during COVID. So um, we we definitely want to make it as easy as possible for people to get get the wines. We are you know we're a small independent. Um, producer so you know uh you're not always going to be able to find our wines at like the grocery store but um a lot of, we work pretty heavily with whole foods so a lot of times you can find us at whole foods um or just see your local like mom and pop one shop that's what i usually suggest to people so support yes. local you know
0: <laughs> support local and small businesses i'm all yeah, about exactly. that life yes support small businesses so final question i feel like it's final jeopardy
2: final jeopardy sure yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: what is your favorite rosé
2: okay that's a tough one um,
0: <laughs> that's why it's final jeopardy
2: <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's tough to There, uh, I'll say a couple things it's difficult to talk about I think rosé especially um, I think the rosé market in the United States uh, would be a lot different if it wasn't for a guy named Charles Bueller. I don't know if you're familiar with Charles
0: I'm not please give us a little um, so, give us a little some, tea on this uh,
2: well, Bueller, Charles Bueller, he's a great, he's a Bueller. Good Bueller. He really pumped up. He really pumped up. Uh, I think Rose uh, in the U.S. Um, I want to say he started like. Eight years ago, it might have been longer, but I think like man, it must have been 10 years ago. He drove like an old pink Cadillac across the country, he just promoted and he had a pink suit on, and he was just promoting rose. And he makes um he makes a bunch of different roses. Um, he does a lot of stuff, I think, with Trincaro. Um, but he also has his own Provence style rose um that he makes in Provence. Um so I mean I love I just I love the guy. I think rose consumption wouldn't be what it is in America if it wasn't for him. He's like an awesome I think um, he's a really good dude super handsome you know uh, you gotta love that but I actually, you know we love a uh, handsome my, guy <laughs> but also I will say probably my my probably go to rosé would be uh, probably Domain Tempure, uh from Bendall mm. um, mostly Movedra, a little Grenache and, and so um, but that's probably like if I'm gonna if, I, if I'm gonna spend like you know 40-50 bucks on a bottle of rosé that would be the one um, but other than that, you know, and there's so many good roses out
0: there. Yeah. Know?
2: Yeah. So it's tough to choose, but it's so you're hard. You put me on the spot.
0: <laughs> That's what we're here for. This is That's called right. me conning you. I love it. <laughs> well, Brandy, we are so thankful for you taking some time out. Uh, I know you probably got like 16 new pictures right now <laughs> during yeah, this interview, a couple texts, a couple emails. Um, We would love again to have you back on because this is just so much fun. And we can learn a lot from you Anytime <laughs> We'll appreciate it Cheers Cheers guys Such a great interview Thanks Brandon And yes Send nudes Y'all Y'all gotta try it One of the best Rosés ever And also their commercials You gotta go to YouTube And see They have some of the Funniest commercials Ever for their wines Like y'all they are hilarious definitely geniuses like (laughs) they are hilarious want to thank both of our guests ray the hood wine connoisseur and brandon from slowdown wines want to thank bartender ben angeline magdalene all of our crew here at the rosé hour podcast also want to thank all of you for following subscribe all of that tuning in each wednesday where we bring you two dope amazing people doing great things also to black indian and uncle tommy for the amazing theme song we can just never get enough so don't forget if you haven't already download it go to itunes and get our song because everybody drink rosé hey also Go to our website Follow Like us on Instagram uh, And on Facebook Go to our website com. Follow us there Um, We had some kinks because you know COVID is real Um, We were trying to do some live shows here in Washington DC area but unfortunately There's been some you know Spikes again because people are Not washing their hands and they are not Covering their faces so we Have had to postpone but don't worry We have some awesome ideas And some awesome opportunities coming up Uh, So stay tuned We are partnering with some amazing people uh, And some amazing businesses here In the district and also uh, Potentially in Napa, Chicago Las Vegas and even In uh, Ghana So just stay tuned guys We have a lot of things moving And we are trying to make them happen Uh, And also to some of y'all Y'all know I just started a new job And bartender Ben is also starting a new job too So 2020 has been Amazing for us um, Personally, professionally and also, you know, with this podcast, so just you know, stick stick around, guys. We we're trying to bring more content, more things. So just just hold tight uh, until next week. Again, hold on to more dope, fantastic people. Uh, and don't forget to follow, subscribe, and like us on all social media and onto your favorite podcast platforms. And until next week, guys, sip, sip, hooray. Don't forget to be nicer to somebody else than you were yesterday. Cheers. Pew, 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 pew.